Yo fam, Coach Sam from Strong Gens Coaching, back again with a solo episode for you guys. And tonight we're talking about the four key components to health and fitness. The only four things that you need to do if you want to see some results in terms of feeling better and looking better. But before we begin, guys, if you can please leave a review for this podcast if you have not already. I'm really trying to grow this podcast and reach as many men as possible and I need your help. The only way I can make that happen is through word of mouth. So thank you guys for the support. Please leave a review if you haven't already and if you can share this episode or any of the previous episodes with two friends. Now let's get into it. Gents, so what are the four key components to your health and well-being? What are the four things that you need to be focusing on if you want to make a radical change in your life, if you want to feel good, look good, and be your best self? Well, number one is going to be watching what you put in your mouth. Now, these four things come from my seven W's of health. We're going to focus on four of them. So they all start with W. The first W, the first component, is watching what you put in your mouth. We got to clean up the food. We got to clean up your nutrition. It, it, I know it's an old adage and it's an old saying and you've heard it a lot, but it really is true. I'm over a decade working in this field, helping people feel good and look good. And people who eat like crap feel like crap. That is true. But there's a caveat to that. It's the people who eat like crap all the time feel like crap all the time. And eating like crap is going to look a little bit different for everybody. And some people respond different to different foods. We're all not the same. The way that I eat is not going to make you feel amazing. Well, it might, you never know. But the way you eat may, may, may not make me feel amazing. So we have to, it is individual, but there are general rules of thumb that everybody benefits from across the board. And that is stop eating most of your diet. Stop getting most of your food in your diet from junk food. Now, what is junk food? We all know what junk food is. I actually have this, this little game I play at the gym with newer clients or clients who you know have kind of stopped seeing progress in their weight loss or they're not taking it super serious or they're just like, yo, I'm trying to lose some weight and I can't figure it out. I ask them, I say, do me a favor. Off the top of your head, what are junk, some junk foods? Like just list junk foods. And they will rattle them off the top of the head. They'll say, oh, I know what junk food is. You want me to say cakes, pizzas, pastas. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I would consider junk food. They say fast food, fried food. I'm like, yep, yep, keep going. Candies, yep. Snack foods, chips, pastries, cookies, brownies, donuts. Yeah, yeah, keep rattling them off. Yep, keep going, keep going, keep going. And they, they rattle these things off. They're like, ooh, soda's bad for you, right? And I'm like, we'll, we'll lay, put it in the junk food pile, yep. Uh, and then I say, they, so they rattle all these off, and then I say, okay, now rattle off some healthy foods. And they're like, oh, I know some healthy foods. Vegetables, fruit, cucumbers, broccoli, carrots, bananas, apples, berries. I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Throw those in the good food pile. And they're like, chicken's good, right? Chicken, fish, eggs, yogurt, that's all healthy food, right? I'm like, yes, yes it is. They're like potatoes, rice, cereal, oatmeal. That's all healthy food, right? I'm like, yeah, well, we're going to throw it in the healthy food pot. Absolutely, right? And then I'm like, so you know what healthy food is and you know what junk food is. What are you eating more of? And more times than not, everybody's always like, oh, shit, I'm eating a lot of junk food. I'm like, yeah, let's start eating more healthy food. So key number one is to watch what you're putting in your mouth. Like be accountable for your food. Be an adult in your life. Be responsible in your life. Look after yourself. 
What are you eating? How much are you eating it? When are you eating it? Can we change this? Can we clean it up? Can we choose better options? Because I'm going to be honest, one of the greatest dieting tactics of all time is what I use use with most beginners is the swap tactic. People who are normally just starting with me, I use the swap tactic. What is that? It's literally what it says in the name. You're swapping certain foods for other foods that are better conducive to weight loss and feeling good just in general, right? And, and here's the thing too. If you're overweight and you haven't exercised in a long time, you're just going to feel like crap because of also the physical situation that you're living in. And then the food's just adding to the more weight gain that you have because you're not moving or exercising and you're just continuing to gain weight from these high calorie foods. So if you just lose weight in general and start moving, even with not drastically changing your diet, you're going to feel better, right? But then that's going to motivate you to continue changing your diet. So that's why the swap tactic is, tactic is great because it's low barrier to entry when we're talking about nutrition. All you have to do is start making better choices, right? So instead of, for example, frying your chicken, get grilled chicken, right? Or bake your chicken, okay? Instead of using, instead of eating candy bar, get a protein bar. Instead of having a milkshake, drink a protein shake, okay? Instead of having um, chips and salsa, have veggies and salsa. It's just these simple things off the top. These are just off the top of my head. Instead of using mayo, use mustard. Instead of using a ton of oil, use oil spray. These are just things off the top of my head. In the Strong Dance program, I have a list of like a couple hundred swaps that people use. And it's extremely uh, effective because as if you start making these swaps all the time, eventually you're not going to be making swaps anymore because you're going to be reaching for the better choice over the worst choice every single time. And then it just becomes a lifestyle. So key number one is watch what you put in your mouth. Be accountable for your food. Be responsible for yourself. What you eat is what you get in terms of how you feel and how you look. So start making better choices. Number two is going to be wake up and wind down cycles. When are you waking up in the morning and when are you winding down? Because the time that you go to sleep and the time that you wake up matters. If we can lock that in, if we can nail that down and make it consistent, your energy levels, your vibes throughout the day, your health in general, your recovery, your performance, everything is going to get that much better. We run better on sleep. Now, I have a metric. Six is okay, seven is better, eight is great. If you're getting less than six, you can't sustain it for a long time. Take it from me because I used to run on four, four and a half hours of sleep and I did it for like three years straight or more and I was burned out. I had more injuries than I ever had. I had more sickness than I ever had. I was I succumbed to a lot more uh, uh, heart headaches um, in, in that time period as well because I didn't take my sleep serious. Now that I take my sleep more serious, I'm feeling way better. So take it for myself. Don't make that mistake. I thought I was just grinding, 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 and, and I wouldn't do it for a long period of time. Well, guess what? Grinding too hard to the point where you're getting less than six hours of sleep every single night is going to make it so your performance is less, and then you, it's the law of diminishing returns. You do so much that you actually end up hurting yourself in return. So try and get some good sleep. Again, six is okay. Seven is better and eight is great. It's super important though. Like A lot of people don't know how to wind down and wake up at the same time. I was getting four hours of sleep, but I was still going to bed and waking up at the same time. I was just an idiot and working too much. Um, but the structure of sleep is extremely important. So you should be striving to fall asleep around the same time every night and waking up around the same time every morning. 
A good rule of thumb is like 10 to 6, 10.30 to 6.30. Uh, you could do 9 to 5. That's what I like, 9.30 to 5.30. You could do 9 to 4.30, 9 to 4. Um, these are time frames that you could play around with, but you really do need to prioritize your sleep, especially like as dudes, you know, because like we really do work a lot in general. And then when we get lack of sleep and then we keep working, it just piles on the snowball effect. Then you got low energy, you start hurting more. You get a brain, like mental fog. You start succumbing to more anxiety, depressive feelings. Your libido's down. You get low sex drive. So we need sleep, guys. Like we really actually do need some sleep. So that's key component number two is learn how to wake up and wind down around relatively the same time every single night and every single morning. And you see some fantastic benefits to it. Key number three is going to be implementing weight training into your life at least two times a week, okay? Two is good, three is better, four is great. Also, depending on your goal and your current situation will depend on how many days a week that you train. But even if you get it once a week, like goddamn, you can see some great benefits even from training just once a week. But in terms of seeing really good progress, building some good muscle, gaining some good strength, and just overall confidence, mental health confidence in general, getting in there three days a week is a solid option, okay? Weightlifting does a lot for you. Weightlifting is going to, like I said, help build more muscle and get you stronger. That does two things. One, just for a better quality of life in general, the stronger you are, um, the more equipped you're gonna be to handle life stressors and the obstacles that life throws your way, whether it's picking up a box, picking up a kid, fighting off a dog. Hopefully you're not fighting off a dog, but it came to the top of my head. But things like this, weight training aids in that ability in life. And if you do it for your entire life, you're gonna sustain that ability longer so you'll be able to do more functional things as you age in this life. It also increases bone density and muscle mass. That's why it's extremely important. A lot of you guys want to look good too. It's not about just losing weight and losing body fat. It's about looking good as well. And the way we look good is by building muscle. And the way we build muscle is through weight training. So you need to start weight training. Stick to the basics, guys. Keep it simple, stupid. The basics work better than anything. Try not to do get fall into all these fancy programs. Try not to fall into any uh, fancy supplement programs. Stick to the basics, two to three times a week. Um, if you really love it, you could do four or five, but you'll get great results with two to three times a week, sticking to the basics. If you're going three days a week, you could do lower body, upper body, full body. You could do um, chest, uh, chest, shoulders, tries, back, buys, calves, and then legs on, on the other day. Whatever you want um, is, is how you can structure it. That is fine, but you need to start weight training, especially for the mental guys. I'm gonna be honest. like. We live these like soft, like uh, cuddled lives with everything is comfortable. Like we live inside these houses where we can adjust the temperature to whatever we want. We drive these fancy cars. Uh, we have food at at our disposal on demand. Uh, there's not a lot of like real like dangerous stress nowadays. Um, so we don't necessarily have to be these physically fit monsters of the past where we had to like run in the woods and climb up trees and defend ourselves from people like we don't actually need that function anymore but it's still wired in us like it's still neurologically programmed in our brain and in our nervous system to be physically active and to feel good when we accomplish physical feats because people in the past who accomplished physical feats they got rewarded for it like if you were to save somebody because you freaking tossed a freaking hyena through your back onto a spear or something like that you were paraded around the city you were given the best food the best drinks it was rewarded to be physically fit to be strong and to to attack challenges right so it's wired in our brain that when we do get stronger when we do attack an obstacle and overcome it things that we can do in the gym 
We feel good. There's a reward system in our brain for that. Literally, we release dopamine. And we increases our chances of sustaining higher levels of testosterone throughout life as men. If we are physically healthy, if we're getting good sleep, we're lifting weights and building muscle, and our nutrition is dialed in, we can sustain testosterone for a longer period of time without it taking such a big blow. And that way, we have more of these reward systems. Because having a lot of testosterone aids in motivation in men. It's just it's a, there's a core a big correlation there so a lot of the stuff is intertwined it's 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 some it's a lot of things that work together in order to produce this grand result but lifting weights is more than just physically rewarding it is it transcends the physical and it goes into the mental as well so don't disregard weight training it's extremely important get in the gym lift some weights get a pump on get strong accomplish goals and see what you're capable of see what your body can do work the body you can release tension through the body you can release energy through through the body to make you feel good, more relaxed, and in general, it just makes you healthier. Your health metrics are going to get better. Your blood sugar is going to be lower. Your blood pressure is going to be lower. You're going to have better heart capacity, better heart rate variability. All these things come from lifting weights. And the last component is going to be walking because you do need to keep the number one muscle in your body, your ticker, your heart healthy. And we do that through cardiovascular exercise or aerobic activity. Now, the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes of aerobic activity at a moderate intensity per week. What is moderate intensity? To me, it's a brisk walk where, you know, if you're talking to somebody, you have to like stop and take a breath for a second because you're you're trying to catch your breath again. Um, but it doesn't have to be a run. Okay, it doesn't have to be a hardcore bike or a hardcore row. It could be an incline walk on the treadmill to where you're breathing a little heavy, but you're, you can still focus on a little f- show that you put on uh, your phone in front of you, or you can listen to a podcast while you're doing it, or you can have a side conversation on the phone. You just might have to take a breath, like I said. But if you break that down, 150 minutes, that's just a recommendation. Now, that's not a recommendation for weight loss. That is literally just a recommendation to sustain your heart health. Okay, it's 150 minutes a week. So if you break that down, it's 30 minutes a day for five days a week or 20 minutes a day for seven days a week, which is extremely manageable. Gentlemen, you just have to get out and walk. You just have to do it. It is the most lower, low barrier to entry cardiovascular exercise that you can choose over everything because you don't need a machine. You don't really don't need a treadmill. A treadmill makes it easier in colder climates like here in Jersey. It's a little cold right now. Some people are afraid of the cold. They don't know why. Uh, the cold makes you tougher. I like the cold. Okay, when it's windy, that's a different story. But it's not really an excuse not to get out there and walk, especially if it's between 20 and 40 minutes. It's really not that long of a time. Strap your shoes on, layer up, get out there, and get the work done. Right, but the walks are not just for physical health, okay? They do aid, it's not just for the heart health. That's the most important is the heart health. Um, so don't disregard that, okay? But I know some of you want other reasons uh, that you like need other reasons for, to do something instead of just your heart health. Well, it does aid in weight loss. So you're going to lose more weight by walking more. The more you move, the more you lose. Literally, I swear to God, it happens every single time. You're going to have people out there who say, oh, don't do cardio. Cardio does not help you lose weight. They're wrong every single time. Walking is the number one cardiovascular exercise to lose weight because there really is no burnout to it. You could just endlessly do it. And most people nowadays are way too sedentary. They sit down for way too long. We should not be telling people not to move. We should be telling people to move more. And one way to to do this is by scheduling yourself a 20-minute walk every single day. Do it first thing in the morning so you don't have an excuse as to why you didn't do it. You're going to feel better after that. But aside from the weight loss and the heart health, it also is clearing your mind mentally. One of the greatest things that I have done is implement walking into my life because it's more of a form of meditation. When I'm walking, I don't bring headphones. 
I try not even to bring my phone. I just bring my keys so I can get back into my damn house. And what I do is I walk for 20 minutes in one direction. I do wear a watch so I know what time it is. And then I walk 20 minutes back. And during this time where I'm not connected to any technology, of course, except my watch, I know some people are going to nag me about like having that, you know, that is technology, blah, 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 whatever. Shut up. Um, besides that, I'm just by myself with my thoughts. And there's not a lot of time for me to do that. And a lot of you gentlemen out there are also busy and have hectic lives. you got kids or a ton of friends or you live with other people or you're just constantly working, wherever the case may be, you're constantly on call. That break of not any technology or nobody contacting you and just away from your phone and away from everything gives you time to think. It gives you time to clear your mind. It gives you time to explore thoughts that you've been ignoring because you've just been too busy. So it is a form of meditation. It is a form of mental health as well, going for these walks. You're breathing in oxygen. You're getting your body moving. You're getting your blood pumping. And it just sets the day right. So if you can do it first thing in the morning, it'll be phenomenal. Okay, But if you can't get it done in one shot, like if you can't do 30 minutes at one shot for whatever reason, you can do 10 minutes after breakfast, you can do 10 minutes after lunch, and 10 minutes after dinner. It's 30 minutes, do it at a brisk, 30 minutes total, do those 10 minutes at a brisk pace, and the accumulation is going to add up over time. So those are the four keys, gentlemen, to health and fitness. So we're going to go over them again really quick. Number one, watch what you put in your mouth. You've got to be accountable and responsible for your food, guys. Start eating healthier food choices over junk food food choices. It is a good start. Start with the swap tactic. Start swapping foods. Number two, try and get a hold of your sleep. Put the phone down. Shut the lights off around 9.30, 10.30 at night and set a good wake up time, 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. That way, and try and do it every single day, even on the weekends. That way your circadian rhythm is in check. You get good sleep. You keep your energy levels. You don't get burnt out like I did and you see success. You're going to lift weights, guys, to add muscle and increase your function in life. Adding muscle to your frame is going to help you look better when you do lose weight from eating better, from lifting weights, and from walking to keep your heart health, to aid in weight loss, and to clear your mind. And that's all I got for you tonight, guys. Um, please, if you haven't already, leave a review on this podcast. And if you can, share this episode with two friends. Share it on your socials. Post it on your Instagram story. Post it on your Facebook. Let's get this information out there. And if you want to get your shit together before the new year, if you want to lose weight, build muscle, gain confidence, look good, get ahead in life, be the best man you can be, shoot me an email at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com and let's get you started, fam. I got five dudes already signed up for the new year. I'm only taking 10. I got five spots left. So if you're someone who's listened to this and you really want to change your life, you really want to see some changes in how you look and how you feel, shoot an email to stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. Peace out, gents. Until next time.